welcome to your Mind is Trying to Kill You podcast. Join your host, Alexandros Megas, and co-host Vincent Byrne, as they walk you through the deepest recesses of the mind and how it operates. They discuss all the reasons why our minds persistently get in the way of our evolution, growth, and our success. But crucially, they also teach you what you can do to change your destiny. And now, here's your host, Alexandros Megas. Okay, welcome everybody. This is the seventh episode of Your Mind is Trying to Kill You. I am your host, Alexandros Megas, and... I am your co-host, Vincent Byrne. Beautiful. And uh, today, we will deal with a very controversial topic for a change. (laughs) And what is that topic, Vincent? Well, lots of self-help gurus and others uh, recommend that uh, we should be using affirmations. Certainly when I read my first Louise Hay book, she talked about affirmations been hugely important in terms of the healings that she uh, used to do. And I must admit, I've tried them over the years myself, but uh, I always had this nagging thing about, you know, do they actually work and and what are they based on? And uh, am I doing it right? So I thought it might be a good one to uh, to talk about today. So do they actually work and how do they work? Well, here's my first question to you. Do they work? I mean, you've been doing them. Did they work or have they been working? I don't, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I can't, I can't bring this, bring a direct link between doing them and the impact of it or the result of it. I don't know is my, and that's why I'm asking the question. All right. So that is a very good way to start here. And I would say that if you don't know, then you probably haven't been able to get them to work properly. So I probably ha- I probably haven't been doing it right. Oh, and, and so, like so many other people, there has probably been a time where you kept on repeating the affirmation and uh, you saw that it wasn't working and then you said, ah, oh, affirmations is bullshit. Pretty much. Well, actually, it's more likely to be, it's more likely to be, I was doing it for a while and then I forgot, you know, or something else came up. A bit like, you know, I miss going to the gym, but you kind of remember it to go back the next time. But with this, they, they tended to kind of fall by the wayside. So I probably wouldn't have made a judgment, but I, I... Yeah, just didn't keep keep them going. But the reason why you forgot is because you weren't seeing any results. Because if you were going to the gym and then, you know, in two weeks or three weeks, you started seeing a six pack. Yeah. Right. You wouldn't be forgetting. You'd be like, holy shit. I really I, I can't wait to do this again because uh, this is getting me results. All right. Yeah. 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 That's fair. That's fair. Okay. So I'm going to light my pipe and then we'll get into it. Okay, so this requires deep thinking. <laughs> deep thinking and deep breathing. <laughs> All right, so here's the deal. Affirmations, what are they? We have talked, this is our seventh episode, and we have talked a fair amount about uh, how tricky uh, the subconscious is and downright an asshole at some point <laughs> uh, I would say because it just doesn't feel like cooperating right it doesn't feel like cooperating unless there is something that is tangible for it to gain out of the whole deal and because we have stated that the subconscious is for all intents and purposes a child so how do you get a child to participate in an excited fashion, right? You have to put effort in it to convince a child that this is going to be awesome, 
right? I mean, try and tell you, and I know because my seven-year-old little girl who is um, already debating me every day on all topics, uh, if I try and make okay let's since we are uh, on lockdown and you got to do your schoolwork let's do the schoolwork this is going to be fun and to which she would reply bullshit uh, she wouldn't use those words but um that's that would be the gist of it because she cannot be fooled into doing something that clearly is not fun so the subconscious will respond in a similar fashion the subconscious is who we are talking to when we use affirmations. Or this is, I should say, who we are trying to talk to. We are attempting to talk to the subconscious and the subconscious like talk to the hand most of the time because it's not enticed. It isn't enticed. Why is it not enticed? I'm glad you asked. Reading my mind. Because I have you under hypnosis here, you see? The subconscious is not enticed because most people think that doing affirmations is standing in front of the mirror and repeating sentences, right? But the subconscious, as we have already stated, and perhaps you go back and listen to the previous uh, podcast, or definitely you should do that because there's gold in there. There's gold in there. But... The subconscious is not enticed because it does not deal in words. That's not the language of the subconscious. So the subconscious does not care to hear you blabbering words that don't really mean anything. What does the subconscious care about? It cares about emotions and feelings. That's right. So if we don't have a way to entice our emotional cosmos, then the affirmations will be worthless, entirely worthless, garbage is a waste of time. Because, you know, if I sit in front of my mirror and say, you know, I am as good looking as Brad Pitt, (laughs) the subconscious will reply immediately saying, bullshit. That's not true. We both know that. So I have to find another way to entice the subconscious. And perhaps that way could be, hey, you, child, you're beautiful. You're awesome. And we haven't played in a long time. Hey, would you like to play? Would you like to play a game? Immediately, something will be aroused within you because you are starting to communicate with the part of you that is starting to feel. And so, come up with a game. What if we, what if we could play a game in which you become the star? What if we could play a game in which you become the boss and start making up rules? What if we could play a game in which you would be considered again because it's been a long time, hasn't it? As I am starting to craft my affirmation, I need to have several things in mind. And there's a list, right? There's a list. These are a list of elements that you need to have. There's a list of elements that you need in order for your affirmations to be heard or considered by the subconscious remember you still have to find an adequate way to bypass the critical factor the critical factor who is there as a guard and does not take any shit from anyone so the critical factor is the one that comes back when you say i look like brad pitt that's what comes back and says bullshit that's right yes because the, if you manage to get through to the critical factor and bypass it, then that means that you have already engaged with the subconscious. That means the subconscious is ready to listen to you. Right. Makes sense. Okay. Okay. 
So I'm getting that the answer to the question, the original question is that affirmations do work. It's just that if they don't work in a particular case, it's because we haven't been approaching it the right way. Correct. And in order to do so, we need to have these basic elements. Absolutely. That's what it is. There is a recipe here. Okay. There is a recipe. And uh, well, let's start from the beginning. Okay. Let's say uh, but the one thing that people get wrong often is the fact that they start, the, the, they create their affirmations in the future, which is to say, for example, I will be financially independent. I will be lean. I will be thin. I will be more focused. I will be whatever. Okay. Fill in the blanks. Now, this is a disastrous way to craft an affirmation. Why? I'm glad you asked. Because the, the, the subconscious does not understand timing. Because the subconscious mind is as if it is our part, the part of ourselves that connects us to our divine nature, right? And many times we hear, especially the people that are spiritually inclined, would know that uh, when, for example, when you get a tarot reading, you get a tarot reading, the timing on divination is very hard to be pinned because time really doesn't exist. It's a construct, right? right? So the subconscious, for a couple of different reasons, will not respond to the futuristic definition of what it is that you are trying to accomplish. Because uh, one, for one, in the future, uh, nothing happens in the future. Everything happens in the now. So... The subconscious that is also very lazy, or or should I say, it does not feel like exerting any effort for things that it doesn't believe in, and and that's that's a very that's, that's a very intelligent mechanism because it's not going to have you spin your wheels um, for things that are not important or that it doesn't it doesn't feel like they're important so if you are going to change in the future the subconscious will agree with you and will say yes <laughs> indeed in the future you will become whatever it is that you want to become but of course the future is not a defined uh, landmark and so the future keeps on being the future. So in the future, the future will never come, in other words. You, the subconscious will say, yes, of course, that's okay. As they say in, in the law of attraction, your wish is my command, right? It's supposed to be like a genie. Like your wish is my command. Yes, of course, your wish is my command. So you will become uh, financially independent in the future, which of course is never, never going to happen. So to conclude... This number one rule, very important. We always state our affirmations in the present time. And that is to say, I am, as if it's already happened, I am financially independent in the now. Right? I am financially independent. Now, here's the thing. In many cases, the subconscious, when you first start adding those words will again say well bullshit that's, that's not look at the bills <laughs> look at our bills that's not true it's not true but it doesn't that doesn't matter if it says it's not true because all it needs is your emotional input at that point which we get down to the second rule here and the second rule is start feeding the subconscious with emotion. What does that mean? When you say that I am financially independent, I have escaped the rat race or, you know, whatever it is that you want to say, there should be a certain amount of feeling that is connected to that statement. Because if you can imagine yourself there, let's say you daydream yourself financially independent. And when you do that, you will feel what? something 
exhilarated you feel excited you feel like okay i don't have to stress anymore i don't have to do things i hate anymore i don't and and what happens if you don't have to do things you hate anymore you get up in the morning and you don't try to snuff the life out of your alarm but instead you engage you're like oh my god it's just like the kid that's like oh what do we do today let's play let's play and that concept of not having to do stuff we hate is going to generate a massive amount of energy and excitement within you and with that everything starts rolling this is the uh, turning on the engine if you will okay can i just i suppose the thing that i have difficulty with in doing the affirmations and myself would have been you know you have the words and okay we we do it in the present tense how do you move yourself because you're 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 reminding yourself that you need to do this like this is kind of like an exercise kind of slotted in between say your meditation and your yoga practice or maybe it's part of your meditation but it's kind of difficult in those circumstances to create this this uh, this emotion unless you unless you attempt in some way to imagine or visualize the what this might look like because until you kind of imagine yourself there it's hard to be excited about just the words so that's why i i have had difficulty i think with with imbuing what i'm saying with emotion and feeling because it is just words okay all right so let me ask you this let's say that you're looking for your soulmate yeah when you think of your soulmate do you have a certain number of attributes that the soulmate will have can you imagine your soulmate i suppose so i mean uh, in terms of of that it, like it's a little this reminds me a little bit of some of the conversations i have with my clients talking about their business and asking them to imagine what their business might look like if everything went well and turned out the way they wanted it to and they actually struggle with coming up with the things because they kind of know the concept of what they want but they don't know the specifics of what they want and because they don't know the specifics it's very hard to actually build a plan to kind of get there and i suppose it's quite similar if you're looking to identify a soulmate or if you're looking to identify you know i want to be a better salesperson unless you actually map out what the attributes are that you're that you're trying to reach or that the the attributes of a soulmate unless you've taken the time to write it down then I would say most people would be challenged by that particular question. We're brilliant. We just we just uh, entered the third phase. Okay. Because that's where the third bull comes in and saying yes, you do. And actually everyone who is familiar with uh, the law of attraction yeah stuff it is mentioned in there that you're supposed to be as specific as humanly possible with what it is that you want to accomplish because the subconscious or as the law of attraction gurus say the universe mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know if it's the universe but I know it is the subconscious mind that is delivering the goods the subconscious mind needs a problem to solve right it needs a problem to solve and if you don't give it a problem to solve then it will create havoc it will create problems right for you and that's why a lot of people are lost in chaotic situations because they cannot find themselves to sit down and actually define what is it they want because they don't think that they can get it like that <clears throat> so you have to provide a very detailed account of what it is that you want to your subconscious right which is to say you know what is what does your day look like mm. i get up in the morning and I, i live in this beautiful house where the this you know it's like all glass and the sun hits my face and uh and, you know then i i hear the voice of uh, my kids and uh, 
I, I get up and the dogs want to go out and, and everyone is excited. <laughs> right? and, and then I, I, I get up and I stretch and then uh, I go down like, well, I'm just about to make coffee the way coffee is supposed to be made, uh, you know, not rushed and not um, doing it in a way that is uh, stressful. And so now I make my coffee and then I step outside and I see the trees or whatever, whatever it is that your day looks like. When you start having your affirmations uttered and this scenery feels your mind, feels your being at the time where you do that, that's where the imagination process comes in. And as I've said before, Make no mistake, we have been taught for many years that imagination is bullshit. Imagination is, is non-existent, right? Imagination is something that doesn't exist. Mm. Imagination is la-la land. And uh, it makes sense that we would be taught that because what if we knew for a fact that anything we can imagine and hold in our imagination for a prolonged period of time it has no choice but to occupy this 3d existence that we find ourselves in it has no choice so so we kind of build a story in order to create this image of what it is it will look like to have that beautiful house the great car or whatever so it's you're going through the the process of imagining waking up in the house and experiencing it and how you feel so you're starting to get some emotion into it because you're essentially you're 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 feeling something now because you're imagining the fact that you're in this fabulous situation and and the feeling that you get the emotion that you get from that is strengthening is it is it that it's is, is that feeling what is getting the subconscious to sit up and take notice? And when you when you look at that image and you put it with the words, you know, I live in a, you know, a 27 bedroom mansion and you put it in, in those, you know, what do you do in terms of practically bringing those two together? What does what does that look like as a practice? Well, the moment you start initiating this process, then of course, it's not going to happen immediately, right? But what's going to happen immediately is you will start being intrigued. You will feel that something, just something flutters inside. Like there's a, there's a couple of butterflies who are like, oh my God, yeah. you know, whoa, what if, what if, right? Well, she looked at me. She looked at me. I was having coffee and she looked at me. <laughs> You see, and that, I mean, that is enough, isn't it? Or he looked at me, looked my way, he smiled at me. Isn't that enough to have your entire day blasted out in the stratosphere? Isn't it? Yes, it is. Of course it is. We all know that. But what has really, in actuality, what has happened? Nothing. Nothing has happened. This is why it is so important to maintain that kind of relationship, right? With, with our subconscious and the affirmations. Because you will start seeing these little signs everywhere around you. Now you will start paying attention and you will be getting more excited when they happen. Because these everything is omens out there. We have also been taught to not pay attention to everything that's happening around us because this is the era in which we live. We are a lot more susceptible to manipulation if we cannot control our own minds and therefore our own lives. So, yes, this is what happens. When you're out there, after you have started doing your affirmations on your uh, on your. Uh, soulmate and you go out there mm. and he or she looks at you and smiles immediately that is throwing fuel into that fire and all you need to do that's all you need to do that's all you need to grasp to hold on to that moment when it happens and it doesn't matter then if that is the person or not what matters is that you have 
added more fuel to that fire that it's just started being built mm. and your goal is to make that fire a bonfire a massive fire that can burn down you know your house if if you got if you got a hold of it but this is what it is and that's how this works you have to connect yourself to the result and you connect yourself to the result by allowing yourself to see the result everywhere. Okay. But if I'm looking at a, you know, let's say a daily practice to, to start to get this thing kicked off, you know, what am I what am I doing? Am I sitting down and repeating, you know, the sentence I live in a 27 bedroom mansion? And as I'm doing that, I'm imagining what you described, you know, waking up, going down, putting on the coffee and I'm in this beautiful place and I'm out and I see my gardens and all of that. So am I doing that at the same time? Yes, you should do it at the same time. But, but what we now, we have to backpedal now a little bit because okay, there is, you have to prime yourself before you start this process. And what is the problem? You just said, you know, I live in a 27-bedroom mansion, right? And then here's the problem with that stuff. Mm. You have to have a clear understanding of why you need that, right? So because the subconscious will need this information. So, so we start with the why, Okay. We start with the why. So uh, I have mentioned before in the class that I that I have online. That's the first thing I mentioned. Right? You have to go through the why. Why? Why? <laughs> why do you have to go through the why? I'm glad you asked. Because if you don't know where you're going, as they say, any road will take you there. Okay. There was a friend of mine that was after money. Yeah, I need money. I need more money. And he was stressing and going through everything, every kind of way there is to acquire more money. Uh, you know, being an entrepreneur, a lot of people want to be an entrepreneur uh, because, you know, that sounds sexy. That sounds like, but, you know, the reality of it is being an entrepreneur is a lot of fucking work. And most most people I fail that path down you know walking down that path successfully because they don't know from the beginning why they want to do that hmm. right you have to have an understanding of why you need to go there so this friend of mine who was after money 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 we sat down and i asked i started asking him this question hey wh why do you want to why is it that you wanted to make all this money and uh down the road you know he was like oh because i need uh you know, to have this, or I need to have that, or whatever the answer was, and drilling down with uh, further whys, we got down to the to the real reason why he needed the money. He needed the money because the money represented freedom to him, and freedom for what? Freedom for him to be with his family, freedom for him to not spend most of the hours within the day away from his family, away from his uh, loving wife and kids. And on top of that, doing things that he didn't care for, that he felt that he had to do uh, because that's what was asked of him. This is what society asks. You know, you got to do the job because, you know, you have to be a responsible adult. You have to be uh, that person that... Um, takes care of your family and of course he was doing that but then that's what comes in the anxiety of oh you know i'm not i'm screwing this up i'm screwing because you know the the goal is to be with my family of course he didn't consciously know that that's why you need to drill down and find out what your real motivation is here otherwise it's just not going to happen that just make sense yeah. So where do you bring that in to the, you know, as you're piecing this together as a practice, where do you bring that in? That's the first step. That's the first step. Before you even start creating affirmations, you have to know what it is that you want. Because if you want, you know, most people will say, if you if you ask people, hey, what do you want? The vast majority of the people will say, well, money, mm. right? They will say money. But why do they say money? 
money is just, it's, it's a construct. It's not even real. It, this is just numbers, right? It's just something that we have been convinced that is the absolute most important thing that one can have. Hmm. Because if you have money, then you have everything else, right? That's what we've been convinced about. But in essence, if you think about it, money is just fuel. Is that's all it is? It's fuel. So if you want to, if what you want is the ability to go on a cross-country trip with your loved ones, mm. then in this case, money would represent the fuel that you would need to put in your car in order to sustain you for the duration of the trip. So, but, but what do you want though? You want the trip. You want to be able to execute that trip and, and experience that trip with your loved ones without having any interruptions, right? Being able to build that experience. This is what you want. But you keep asking for fuel. And this is why most people fail because they ask for fuel. Okay, so the, imagine this um, huge tank of gas being... Uh, dropped off outside of your house it's just gas but you don't know what you want you don't want to, you don't know where you want to go so if you don't know where you want to go what are you going to do with all this gas I'll tell you what you're going to do. You're going to burn it down. You're going to waste it. This is why, again, the vast majority of the people who win um, lottery, the lottery ticket or, or similar kind of, you know, win money, just get uh, um, an inheritance or whatever it is. Money comes out of nowhere to them. They burn it down to the ground buying bullshit with it because they don't have a real destination. They don't know where they want to go. Okay, so so in terms of devising your affirmation, if if what you want is the money to go on the trip, it's more appropriate to say, I want to go on the trip, because then you're not necessarily limiting yourself as to the way that that might happen. Yes. But when you look at the the why in from an emotional point of view and from an experiential point of view, where does that come in? So you sit down, you 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 decide that, you know, I decide after all that I want the 27 bedroom mansion because I've got just discovered that I've 27 kids or whatever <laughs> and uh, I need to bring them all together and house them. So, you know, I have a why. So is it important to have the why incorporated into the wording of the affirmation? There's a there's a because. Absolutely. Well, no, the, yeah, no. The why, the why is not important to be incorporated within the wording of the affirmation, but it is important for you to, to have that in mind because this is what's going to trigger your imagination into going to work. Okay, so I need to tune into it when I'm actually thinking or when I'm actually looking to say the words, I need to be tuned into the why. Yes. Okay, okay. So, so in effect, I'm, I'm using another form of imagination there because I'm, I've, I've discovered the why and now I'm tuning into it. I'm essentially recreating the feeling of the why in order to add fuel to the power of the words. And then when I, when I add that to imagining what having the 27 bedroom mansion would be like, that visual imagination uh, side of it is, is also going to add to the power of the words. Absolutely. So effectively, there's three elements. There's the tuning into the why while you're doing it. There's the actual words. And then there's also the imagination, the picture of the end result and how you'll feel about it. Yes, absolutely. So you keep on fueling that fire with all these things together, all these things together. And even more so by imagining that this thing that you want has already happened is already your reality. Right. Okay. So have you got any examples where it worked for you? Of course. I've got many examples. I've got many examples where it worked for me. I used to, uh, I used to be for, for years in a series of what I call relationships <laughs> uh, where I would... Uh, 
you see, this is this is why this is awesome because you will attract that which your subconscious has gotten an understanding that you need. So, in other words, your subconscious is not is not sitting there, you know, uh, roasting uh, chestnuts by the fire. You know, until you come up with affirmations, your affirmations are are working already. Yeah. They're just bullshit affirmations because they are what your subconscious thinks that you need. So it's your programming that your your subconscious already has is already working. And if you keep getting the relationships, as it were, and attracting the wrong people, it's because of the programming. Yes. Exactly. So it, it is, you know, after, after, of course, you know, <laughs> stupid as I was to go through the, the same process, you know, more than eight times, at some point I started thinking, oh, wow, you know, I'm the common denominator here. <laughs> you know what I mean? These people, just, they come from all books of life uh, into my life. And I'm the only one that, that is the constant here. And they all fit a, a very similar pattern. What's wrong? Why is that happening? Which is interesting enough. This is one of the reasons why that I started taking up, you know, looking into hypnosis because, you know, that happened before I was um, intimately uh, connected to the to the world of hypnosis and hypnotherapy. And so I started finding out that, oh, you know, there's a pattern here. And all of us, there is not one single person that cannot find pa patterns like that in their lives. Mm. So then the quite keep, you know, ask yourself, why is that pattern there? Why do I keep on doing that in the same fashion, you know, over and over and over again? Mm. Right? Why do I get the shitty jobs? Or why do I keep getting fired? Uh, why do I not get any respect? Why does everyone think I'm a goof and, and not pay, taking me seriously? You know, all these things. <clears throat> or, or why am I attracting the, the wrong guys or the wrong uh, girls into my life? Yeah. Or whatever it is that you attract. <laughs> I mean, you know. I don't want to exclude the people that want to attract, you know, any other species. <laughs> there's a lot of species out there to be attracted to. But, you know, look, all joking aside, this is how this works. Your mind, your subconscious mind will interfere with your life, whether you want it or not, to or not. By default, it will interfere. And if you're not on top of that, it will screw it up for you. Because it will need, it needs, once again, the subconscious needs problems to resolve. And if you don't have any, if you don't give it any, because everyone's got problems. But if, the, if your problems just, uh, you know... Um, exist in a sphere of the default, you know, of the undefined, then the subconscious will take it upon itself to come up with um, its own way of dealing with, with whatever it is that uh, it comes across. It's like this guard dog, you know, you've got a guard dog that is trained to kick some ass, <laughs> but then, you know, your life is not threatened in any way. So any person that walks by is a, threatened, is a threat to that dog because that dog needs to do its job. So there's a combination of programming, which keeps us where we are, and there's the fact that the subconscious wants to solve problems. So, so in this process of, of using affirmations, we're attempting to change the programming, but we're also setting something of a challenge. It kind of reminds me when you were talking about your daughter and um, you know getting her to do something without her realizing she's been cajoled into it. I remember with my kids doing the same thing, and you kind of make it interesting and exciting, and you're not asking them to do the thing directly. You're working your way around it, and they get interested and excited. And so, what we're saying in the use of affirmations and the way we should be using them is that. We need to create that element of excitement and we need to create that element of challenge so that the subconscious takes it on and goes, I can do that. I can do that. I can go and provide that 27 
bedroom mansion or the perfect soulmate or I can do that now that I have parameters to work with yes so it's defining parameters for the subconscious to go off and do it is really what we're looking for absolutely okay yes that's what we're looking for and we're looking to get that to make that an interesting game you know like I give you an example what is it what kind of storytelling is it that gets people excited like when are you going to watch a show right would you watch a show on Netflix where everything <laughs> was perfect like there's this couple and everything is perfect and there's just no challenges ever after the first episode you'd be like ah this is bullshit <laughs> I'm not interested in that no in the same fashion that the storytelling needs to be a hero's journey you need to create a hero's journey for the subconscious and the subconscious will bite into that because it's interesting it's exciting stuff hey subconscious we need to go conquer a demon you know because if we don't then our entire life is going to collapse and the subconscious is like holy shit you know where do I sign up <laughs> because that's what this is about and, and once again, this is the reason why every single New Year's resolution fails. I did a, a video a couple of months ago, actually at the beginning of the year. It says that why the title was your New Year's resolution is bound to fail. By default, it's going to fail. And they all do. All of them do. Why? Because none of these elements that we are discussing here are available because your subconscious mind will be the financier of your new endeavor. And just like any financier that is worth uh, his or her salt, as they say, I don't even know what that means. Um, <laughs> but uh, any financier that uh, knows their job will examine your plan you gotta have a business plan right and the business plan if the business plan is like hey uh, we need to start going to the gym you know once once a day after work the financier will examine that and will say okay so what do we need to do for that to happen what has to happen for this to be successfully performed well, we need to cut into our drinks with the guys kind of time or getting together with uh, the family and playing with the kids kind of time or, you know, our chill kind of time, you know, playing video games or whatever it is. After work, ah, I am I'm fed up. I need to relax, right? That's, this is the kind of time that the subconscious, the financier, is very interested in not giving up. So... This isn't the right approach. Suppose like, this is bullshit. This is not going to work. Why should I even do that? That's, oh, because it's, uh, it's your health is going to improve. <laughs> bullshit. Bull, you know, it's not even going to allow you to finish that statement. It's bullshit because the subconscious doesn't care about your health. It doesn't even understand health. Health is like a rational thing, right? And the subconscious doesn't deal in rational uh, explanations or, or thinking that's not its domain this is not what it does so the subconscious will need you to provide um, language to provide reasons for what you needed to help you with with different kinds of results different kinds of um, carrots if you will you know bait like it's, like it's like if you go to if you go fishing and instead of like real bait you put a carrot onto the the hook <laughs> and you're like oh, this is, this is, i can't catch fish the, the, you have to find the right way to approach the subconscious subconscious is not going to do that however you want to go to the gym every day after work and you need the subconscious to give you that kind of freedom and that kind of fuel to be able to do that successfully give it the right kind of bait what would that be oh uh, mr or miss subconscious uh if we do that for a month then we will lose 10 pounds and start getting sculpted and guess what summer is around the corner and we'll be able to go out there and everyone will be attracted to us and the subconscious is like oh yes 
I love that. That's a great way to deal with this. And 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 it will be like, oh, you know, there's no other way to do that. Do we have to go to the gym? So, yeah, we gotta do, we gotta do that. There's no other way. Okay, fuck it. Yeah, let's just, just do it. <laughs> let's just do that. And the subconscious will then engage and will give you the fuel, and the fuel will be uh, more perpetuated the more you do it because it will start seeing results even if the results are small results in the beginning it will start seeing the results and you will get more excited Mm. uh, the more you do this and it will keep on providing you with all the fuel that you need in order to do what you gotta do right yeah that makes sense so there'd be a few people hanging on wondering what was the bottom line in your own story (laughs) And, and what I'm interested in is what did you do on a, you know, what, what was your practice? What was your, what did it look like when you were, when you were tuned in doing your affirmations? What were you doing? Well, maybe, we, maybe we can do that on the next episode. That's a, <laughs> that's a story. <laughs> okay. But let's say, for example, and I know we're running out of time now, but here's something that I want to do. And, and I mentioned to you before we came on. My blood pressure is high. It has been for the last couple of years since since I discovered it. And uh, and I don't want to take medication. I don't want to go down that road. And I already live a fairly, uh, you know, I have a good diet. It's all plant-based and I exercise reasonably regularly. But there's something which is still stopping the uh, blood pressure returning to normal. So if I'm setting this up and I'm using the elements, you know, the why, well, it's pretty obvious. I want to avoid the usual downsides of uh, of high blood pressure with, you know, strokes and heart attacks and all that sort of stuff, as they say. And, you know, the affirmation seems fairly straightforward to me. You know, I... I... Wait, let me interrupt you there. I have to interrupt you. I'm sorry. Okay. Your why is not adequate because I would need to ask you, why do you want to avoid all these implications with the strokes and all this kind of crap that you just mentioned? Why do you need, why is that important? Oh, okay. Because I want to live a healthy life until I ultimately... Why? Why? Yes. Okay. Because I want to experience traveling around the world. I want... Why? <laughs> Do you, do you see? Yeah, okay. I want to experience traveling around the world is just a bullshit statement to your subconscious. doesn't care. Okay. We don't have okay. to go anywhere. We just, just sit and stay right here. <laughs> we just surf the web. Go and Google Maps. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right? Do you see? That's exactly... And this is a... It's a process that... Most of us, especially when we're dealing with our own stuff, it's very, it's, it's tough to get into. Your subconscious needs a, a really good emotional based reason to stay alive, brother. That's what this is about. Like if you ask me, I'll be like, I want to be there to make sure my little girl doesn't grow up to be an asshole. <laughs> yeah. All those okay. <laughs> <laughs> Do you see that? I want to be there to make sure that, you know, my wife doesn't marry somebody else and my little girl becomes a a stepdaughter. (laughs) 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 That's a why, man. This is a why that hits you in the gut. Okay. You have to have a why that is undisputed and nobody can, can talk you out of it. Right. Okay. So in your case, why do you want to stay alive? (laughs) <laughs> you don't have to answer that right now but, <laughs> but this is something you have to now dwell into why do you want to stay alive see if if your reason to stay alive is because you are about to yeah yeah spend the remaining you know decades of your life helping people do blah 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 you know whatever it is because you have to because you really that becomes a quest for you and this is why uh, the people that have big dreams it doesn't matter how complicated or how 
hard they are, you know, Nelson Mandela or any of the people that actually had to overcome mm. massive obstacles. The only reason why they did that is because they had a good reason. They had to, you know, uh, Malcolm X, you know, he had a dream. He said, you got to have that dream. Because this mofo would not go to his grave unless that dream was fulfilled. It was that important to him. He created a goal that was so grand, mm. he was given free access to it. Of course, that doesn't mean it's obstacle free, right? But it means that no obstacle will stop you. Okay. Nothing will stop you when you have a big enough cause. And uh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> okay, well, I'll ponder that one. <laughs> I'll work on I'll, I'll work on that during the week as you should. I'll give I'll give you a good reason to stay alive because you need to be able to be on this podcast. Yes, I need to do the <laughs> one thousand podcast. That's right. Yes, so that's a good reason. Okay. Um, well, that's all good stuff, and we'll we'll obviously hear the the part two of your the story of your um, romantic endeavors and next one in a future podcast. And not only this, this is a very that's a very dirty story. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, as we bring this one to a close, have you got any final words? I say be as awake as possible because you don't want to let your mind kill you absolutely to wrap up i would just uh, like to to tell people that we have created a facebook group that uh, people who are interested listeners of the podcast can join and uh, come in and ask questions and we'll deal with those questions in future podcasts and uh, we might in the future even start to do some interactive Facebook lives or whatever in order to answer people's questions. So we'll uh, we'll look at all that for now. We've just created the group and uh, the links will all uh, to these episodes and previous episodes will all be in there as well, as will future ones. So uh, come and join us. It's called Your Mind is Trying to Kill You. That's the group name in Facebook. And uh, other than that, until next week, let's be careful out there and don't, don't let your mind kill you. you. Absolutely. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Your Mind is Trying to Kill You with Alexandros Megas and Vincent Byrne. If you like our show and want to make sure that you don't miss an episode, then we would love if you would subscribe on Apple Podcasts or on whatever platform you're listening to us on. And you'd be doing us a big favor if you would support us by leaving a review as well. It would also be great if you would take a screenshot of this episode on your smartphone and share it on social media. So join us next Wednesday when we talk more about mind hacking and taking back control of your life. Until then, have a great week.